Welcome to the Feelings Fitness Podcast. Hi, it's me, Suzanne. I'm so ready to road trip through 2023 with you. 52 weeks of home, health, and happiness await us. We will leave 2022 in the rearview mirror and keep our eyes on the road ahead of us. Our inner mentor will be our guide and we will be working on strategies to ignore the inner critic. You are the guide. You have the answers within. All you need is the space to quiet the mind, trust yourself, and receive a little encouragement along the way. Hop into the driver's seat. Let's do this. We are in Q2 of our road trip through 2023. Q2 is all about health. We started with the mind. We're currently discussing the body and next month will be spirit focused. Last week I cleared up a few yoga related misconceptions and hopefully you took the task invitation to get on the yoga mat and give it a go. Well, we're still here discussing the body. Today is about fueling the body. Yep, food focused for today. The core thing about food is that it doesn't just impact our energy and body efficiency, it also impacts our mood. You know that old saying, you are what you eat? Well, fortunately, or perhaps unfortunately for some, it's true. So health from the inside out is a valuable endeavor. This week, we'll stick with food for fuel focused, and next week, we'll dive into food for mood. I don't want to forget the disclaimer, though, before we begin. Please remember, this is just food for thought. These are simply suggestions. Please consider your own needs first and foremost, and please seek additional assistance and or medical advice if necessary. Since this podcast is very yoga-centric, let's start by some ways to eat and drink before, during, and after a yoga class. How can food help you make the most of your time on the mat? Well, before a yoga class, definitely hydrate for sure. Simple carbohydrates with small amounts of protein, fat, or fiber, something easy to digest. Now, you might want to have a full meal two hours before and then a snack, you know, a little bit, maybe half an hour before class because you don't want a growling tummy and you also don't want those digesting noises. Nothing's more embarrassing than when you get down to the end of a yoga class, you're in Shavasana, everyone's lying there, peaceful, quiet, and then someone's stomach starts making noises and it's totally fine. It's totally natural. Nobody's necessarily judging you. But at the same token, you know how we all feel. We all feel like we just want our bodies to cooperate through a class and quietly get through a class. So as to avoid any tummy noises, again, don't eat too much, but make sure you have something. Some suggestions might be a banana or an apple with some peanut butter, maybe some avocado toast, maybe hummus with carrots or crackers, or maybe even an energizing smoothie with a little nut butter in it. Definitely avoid those spicy, fatty, acidic foods to avoid those tummy noises or any just like bloating discomfort throughout the class. During a yoga class, sometimes people do have water. If you have hydrated enough leading up to a class, you probably don't need any unless it is one of those really hot classes. Um, Most likely, you don't really need any water, but if you do want to have some in there with you, just take small sips of water and you could even 
even add a little lemon or even a pinch of sea salt, which contains minerals that would boost your electrolytes. After a yoga class, you're just going to refuel yourself. And as always with any snack or meal, I would suggest a carb and a protein, always a little protein in there to complete the meal. So something, I don't know, maybe like a Greek yogurt parfait, maybe even a smoothie with nut butter if you didn't have that before. Quinoa bowls with veggies are always good. Eggs with toast. Lots of different options, but the general rule would just be a carb and a protein. So there you have a brief idea of fueling before, during, and after a yoga class. Now, some general thoughts on the food quality. Consider going organic for the dirty dozen items. These are going to be the items that have the most pesticides put on them. And the dirty dozen are strawberries, spinach, kale, collard, mustard greens, peaches, pears, nectarines, apples, grapes, bell and hot peppers, cherries, blueberries, green beans. Consider, again, just consider the organic version of those. The other ones, I like to choose organic options, but these are the ones where you just really want to focus on those for sure. When snacking, try to make your go-to items whole foods or just in general, not just snacking, but eating. Try to make your items whole foods as opposed to packaged and processed foods and also really try and skip fast foods. There's just so much stuff that you can't control, you know, with the salts and the fats and all the things. So try and skip fast foods. If you have fallen into the trap of processed and or fast foods, it can be a tricky transition to a more whole foods focused diet, but be patient with yourself. The brain has established these neural pleasure driven pathways that feel rewarded by the foods. Be intentional about the transition. The best way to start is to do a food journal for about a week or so. Take a real close look at the choices that you're making. Again, don't beat yourself up about them. Just be mindful. The quote, do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, do that seems super relevant here. And that's Maya Angelou for sure. Once you have a solid food journal to work with, get curious about food and what ditch and switch opportunities are sitting right in front of you. Little by little, you'll feel rewarded by your progress. This will trump the rewarding feeling that came from the junk food itself. You are what you eat will start to feel really good. Your body will start to look different, your energy level will go up, and your mood will even be impacted too. Next week, we'll dive deeper into the emotional benefits of a healthy, well-aligned diet, and it will look different for each individual clearly. So some of my favorite healthy eating options are, I start out my day with athletic greens on an empty stomach, and this is to take the place of pro and prebiotics and multivitamins. This is not a meal replacement, but it's just, it's super tasty and on an empty stomach, just absorbs some real good stuff into the body right out of the gate. Then I like to work out. I like to drink Element during my workout. This is just a little salty addition to my water to replenish some of those electrolytes throughout a workout. Then afterwards, I'll usually have some eggs sprinkled with a little cheese and toast on the side. 
I might have a smoothie. I like your super powders. And what I'll do is I'll have coconut water, some frozen fruits, tuck in some spinach, a scoop of almond butter, the your super powders, blend it up. And that is a super tasty treat and feels good to the body for sure, especially after a workout. Lunch is not really my thing. So I'm giving a meal replacement shake a try called Kachava and we'll see how that one goes because I tend to just like flounder when I'm trying to pick something out for lunch. So I'm going to give that a try. So lunch and then just throughout the day, definitely hydrating with filtered water, maybe a handful of nuts, almonds, cashews, whatever different types of nuts are around. I like to drink an occasional hop water and that's actually a brand, H-O-P-W-T-R, and that has adaptogens and nootropics and it's just a real kind of calming little tasty drink throughout the day. And then for dinner, I'll go in for some sort of protein. I really like wild caught salmon or maybe chicken or maybe a steak or whatnot, just some sort of protein. And then pan roasted veggies are so easy. I like to chop up some veggies, maybe broccoli or cauliflower, put some seasoning on it, stick it in the oven, pan roast those. Super quick, super easy, super tasty, and that makes for a really nice, complete dinner. And then typically I'll end my day with a warm green tea and a piece of dark chocolate. So that's like, I don't know. I mean, if it, if I were going to go in for a really healthy day, that would be it. Now, I'm not perfect here. I definitely have cheat days. I do not do that every day. But that would be like a wonderful, perfect, ideal, healthy eating day in my opinion. So your task for the week, should you be up for the challenge, is start a food journal and find at least one way you can improve upon your current diet. Your body will thank you. The assignment for the week has been set. Remember, we are shooting for progress, not perfection. This is simply about taking small, imperfect actions to hopefully arrive at our destination, feeling fit, mind, body, and spirit. If you like the podcast, please subscribe and tell a friend. The bigger the accountability group, the better. Follow on Facebook and Instagram at Feelings Fitness or visit the website for extra links and fun stuff over at www.feelingsfitness.com. And best of all, get on the email list for a little extra motivation and reminders on when each new podcast will be released. Until next time, keep exercising those emotions in an effort to feel fit, mind, body, and spirit.